Hey everybody and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your old pal the Moo Cow aka Paul A. Persunza and I am joined as usual by my co-host Jonathan A. Moody. Good day sir and together we are joined by our bestest buddy from out in uh what is it Kentucky or Indiana? You got it Paul. Yes please introduce yourself. I'm Liz Fletcher Although I feel like I need to put an initial in there because you guys both have your middle initial in there. Well, I guess, yeah. Liz M. Fletcher. Or I was going to say, you could have an A like the rest of us and your your middle name will be awesome. Let's do it. I'm all for it. (laughs) Liz Awesome Fletcher. (laughs) I like it. Where do I need to sign? (laughs) Well, the three of us have gathered together here in Zoom land where we are talking about a movie from 2016 called Attack of the Killer Donuts. And as I told Mr. Moody earlier, this is one that I had stuck in my back pocket for the, since we started this program. I've been wanting to do it and, you know, I, it was on my list and it's just all these other movies just kind of got in the way as, as movies do. So I was finally like, you know, I'm doing it this year, damn it. And, you know, I was originally saving it for just Jen because I think she would have enjoyed it, but it's okay. I'm like, I can't wait any longer. So we got, we got Liz How here. How is your guys' plan B? See, Paul, you can't tell people that. Jeez. It, Paul. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I was saying I, we, nothing was ever set in stone about it. It's yeah. just, it was a, it was a timing thing. You hit it's it not like right he moment. asked Jen. She said right. no. I didn't ask and then... I, I'm just teasing you, Paul. <laughs> okay yeah no no it was just it was just floating back there and every now and again a donut would poke me upside the head and saying hey it's time to do the killer donuts come on buddy you promised us five years ago let's get moving and so you know i'd, I'd push it off and push it off and then a donut would come and poke me in the head again so it was time it was time and you just happened to hit right when we needed it you know we needed somebody and uh there you go attack of the killer donuts well, I am so ridiculously happy that you guys picked me to do this one. <laughs> I'm really surprised. Well, I'm surprised, Mr. Moody. That's a genuine. That's a genuine sentiment. I'm not being sarcastic. Yay! Yay! Well, we are uh, really excited to talk about this. But before then, though, we have to go to. Ah, that's right. We have to listen to some music. <laughs> Okay, well, I believe we are back. The donuts are poking me again. You can't see it, but it's true. And um, so they're right behind so, you, Paul. They're behind you. I know. There's a whole. There's a whole dozen of them. There's a dirty dozen of them. Look out, so, Paul! <laughs> <laughs> now that believe me, I'll eat them before they eat me. Um, but no, who but can... see, if you eat them, then you like you know. I mean, yeah. bad things happen then to you're people who have eat them. Explosive diarrhea. <laughs> I have not eaten a donut that did me wrong like that ever. So I, I I'm I'm an old pro. I'm an old uh, donut predator pro here. But um, first reactions. I'm dying to know what you guys had to say about this film. I'd love to hear Liz's first. Guys, I absolutely loved this movie. I I think the acting was really really well, which is not something 
you typically see in a lot of these indie horror films. Mm-hmm. I thought the cast was excellent. I thought the movie ser- served its purpose. Now, I know a lot of people are going to argue, oh, it's ridiculous. It's not scary. It's not... I don't know what they're I mean. To do. They just <laughs> if you, if you went into a movie like this thinking it's going to be scary, <laughs> I mean, it, the title right? <laughs> Attack of the Killer Donuts. It's like the Attack wasn't of the Killer Tomatoes. You wasn't know? that one up for an Academy Award back in 2017? I mean, come on, people. Yeah. It's it's not like that. It's, it's not. The only re- awards that it might win is a Razzie, you know? Yeah. And even then, I don't think so because it's not I bad. Mean, yeah, with a title like that, you kind of have certain expectations. And, you have, to, yeah. And I think, like Liz was saying, it meets all of those expectations. And absolutely, especially because, as Mister Moody will tell, uh, I am that guy who, if you come to me and say, "There's a movie called Attack of the Killer Donuts," I'm already pushing my money in their direction. I don't even need to know who made it or who's in it. You got me on the title. Yeah. That I've actually I've seen this happen where I've I've told them titles of movies and the first thing he does is go on Amazon or eBay oh, yeah. or whatever and buy the movies and then you know and everything. So I, we I, we I, in fact did a couple on uh, Indie Film Cafe because of that. You know, I might have some self control issues when it comes to donuts and stinky movies. I can't help myself. You can't just get one. You know how it yeah. is. Yeah, just pop got one. Yeah, every everybody, even Paul with the stinky movies. Well, what uh, what about you, Mr. Moody? Again, I'm surprised you hadn't already seen it. Well, it, it's a title I knew of, right? Like, I I've seen it on Tubi a few times. Um, I could, I think I thought we would might do it on like What the Fuck Friday or something sometime. So <laughs> I thought maybe that would be like you know, like I I think that's what I was thinking that was going to end up being on. Uh, Indie Film Cafe is better, honestly, because after yeah. watching it, it does have like a what the fuck title, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It it it's not really. It's more like a real movie, you know. Right, right, like right. it's we, not not meant to be like super dumb or weird or weird out there. Right. Yeah, we, it's we just save the wackiest out there, over the top, you know, boobalicious yeah. nonsense with extra weird. <laughs> Weird stuff and extra gore and extra violence and extra stuff. Stuff we're like Greasy Strangler. Yeah, stuff we're too ashamed to show just Jen. We usually save that for a different show. This would not be, this would be something you could show Jen. (laughs) Absolutely. She would love it. She would love it. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think she would actually have a fun time. Um, But aside from that, like, no, I, I just, I, I, from the title, I just assumed we would do it someday or something, and I assumed you would pick it. So I just never watched it because, you know, I, I kind of gave that. Um, I did think, I think I thought at one point of putting it on 31 Days of Indie Horror, and I'm glad I didn't, you know. Um, not not because we couldn't do it. We could still do it on the podcast, but uh, I, I like that I didn't see it until now. Like mm-hmm. it was very fresh and very just like the donuts, very fresh, just like the donuts, you know. So there you not, go. Not I, that I, there was some. I enjoyed it. Not that there wasn't some over the top stuff going on here. There was some a little bit of gore and a little bit of gross out humor and a little bit of blood and you know I, it. It kind of walked the line a little bit, but it didn't go overboard in any direction. Mm. <clears throat> no, it was it was sort of tame, but it was you know it. it <clears throat> 
it was nice. I liked it. You know, I had a fun time. And we were talking about it earlier. It was made by a bunch of the people from the asylum. So mm-hmm. that sort of fits the it. I mean, it's not something that would be an asylum mm-hmm. title, you know, so I can see, but it, it's something that you can see that the guys who made it are clearly actually good, you right. know, and they know mm-hmm. how to make something um, decent, you know. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> and they got buy-in, which is very, very important because if you're going to do a movie like this and you're not taking it seriously and that is the problem with some of the, well, a lot of the Asylum movies and some of the other like Wild Eye movies, movies that have weird, ridiculous story ideas or titles and things, but they take it seriously because they're trying to make a scary movie. Clearly yeah. these guys know this is not going to be a scary movie. This is not going to no, be a serious I, movie. I would disagree. Yeah. I don't think King of the Lost World or Transmorphers were well, ever supposed to be taken seriously. Yeah, clearly you know? not all of them. I'm, I'm saying yeah. some of them are are just taken way too seriously, and they don't have the level of fun that is right. in this film. You know, <laughs> not not only the the fun that they sort of generate through all the weirdness, but it looked like the actors were having a lot of fun on set. Yeah, exactly. They were definitely having a lot of fun and. There was uh, really good chemistry. I did notice that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, uh, Paul, tell us a little bit background. <clears throat> if you know know much about <clears throat> this? Oh yeah. Okay. So once again, uh, 2016 is directed by Scott Wheeler, and he has directed other films such as Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, he did one called Milf. He did Celeb Sex Tape. He did Avalanche Sharks. Remember Avalanche Sharks? I think we've yeah, it's that ripoff movie, <clears throat> right. Snow Shark. <laughs> uh, he did Sinbad: The War of the Furies. He did uh, just a bunch of stuff. He um, did. He was like a camera guy and a special effects guy, and then he he became a director and did some other things. Uh, and for example, I know he did the FX and camera work behind several of the Sharknado movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, nice. So. That's kind of where his background is coming from and very different than most of those other films. So um, one of the reasons is because one of the co-writers is actually one of the people in the cast and we'll, we'll get to him in a moment, but yeah, so he's the director and I thought he did a really, really good job. Yeah. And then our leads, we have Johnny Wentworth who is played by Justin Ray Let's see. So he was in a a few movies. He was in something called, and this is a movie I have to get based on its title, Disaster Mm -hmm. L.A., The Last Zombie Apocalypse Begins Here. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. Exactly. He was in Crush the Skull. He was in False Hopes, Avocado Toast, which sounds very millennial. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, Aloha Dancer. I don't know what that is. But he was also in a web series called uh, Living with a Model. So I, I don't know who did that. But <clears throat> excuse me, he's the one who plays the son, um, uh, Johnny. And then his his buddy, who turns out, you know, is more than a buddy, or as it turns into more than a buddy, is Michelle, who's played by Kayla Compton. And uh, she was in, famously, she's in The Flash on TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, me. I noticed that. I, I haven't seen The Flash in forever, so I, I did not know her character. I think her character came in after I'd 
pretty much stopped watching you know, all of it or whatever. But I'm like, I can, when I was watching her act, I was like, I could see that. Like, she seems like the type that would be like a lovable sidekick in a, a yeah. CW TV show, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she's in that. That's probably her most her, her her largest thing. She was also in a movie called Vanity, Part Timers, Making Moves, um, Three for Revenge, and then a bunch of a bunch of shorts. Okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. So there are leads, and um, yeah, they're 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 sort of friendship more than friendship thing that's kind of sort of the backbone of the story which the donuts kind of you know invade later on <laughs> and then we've got folks like uh cassandra voyagus who plays emma wentworth who's johnny's mom quote unquote and um <laughs> i'm sorry to say but she's really not that much older than no. boy johnny and that's pretty obvious right no it's yeah i was like wait aren't they the same age Cause like, uh, cause he comes out and goes, "Hey, mom," and I'm like, "Mom, like, really?" <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't kind of get that. Like, yeah. um, like if you're gonna cast somebody, uh, that's in their twenties or thirties to play, I don't know how old. I guess a teenager. I don't know. Like, he's supposed to? They're supposed to be teens. They're clearly not teens. Yeah, uh, but if you're gonna cast somebody like that cast the mom to be in their 40s or 50s you know or whatever you know or like mrs scolari mrs scolari who's our first donut victim would have been perfect i think it would have been obvious that she would have been yeah but i i think the whole idea later mm-hmm. there's a there's kind of a joke about the the friend you know fucking his mom and stuff that i think she's would... a milf yeah there's supposed to be like a milf thing mrs sure. scolari i'm sorry but would not have been a... <laughs> She's got that dance, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Oh, Just don't oh you my worry. <clears throat> but anyway, so mom is played by Cassandra Voyagus, who's a Greek actress. She's been in a few things. She was in something called Stepping High. Um, let's see, Urban Myths. Uh, she was in the Cleopatra miniseries. She was in something called Mama Mia, Here We Go, and uh, something called Velvet Buzzsaw. She was in a uh, an episode of Jane the Virgin on TV. Nice. And she's also a producer and director of an LA arts show. So she's kind of got a lot of different things going on. But she's clearly, if she's 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 a little bit older than our buddy Justin Ray, but only by about six or seven years. Yeah, not much. <clears throat> not much. So that's a little jarring, but. It's okay. I can roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you look at this movie. You're not thinking like, oh man, this has to be exactly right on things. I mean, it's it's kind of almost a parody of of this type right. of movie. So right. I right. didn't bother me. Yeah. Again, the the idea of killer donuts sort of allows a lot of different, you know. Fun oh, you mean it, it allows you to suspend your disbelief pretty much? <clears throat> yeah. You know. All right, right. That's so, a good way to put it. Yeah. Uncle Luther is played by Michael Swan, and he's been in a ton of stuff. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a famous actor. I've noticed him. I've seen him in stuff, I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes, yes, yes. So in addition to a lot of stuff on like TV, he was all over TV in the 70s and 80s. He was in um, Dynasty. He was in Blue Knights. He was in Chips. He was in Rockford Files. He was on MASH. And he was on a few movies, Midnight Magic and... Uh, uh, lizard man and he was actually in friday the 13th part six 
I saw that. Yeah, you could play like a cop in that or something. Right, right. right. And then he sort of had kind of a renaissance uh, with this film and a bunch of other films. He was in Dino Croc versus Super Gator, which we got to do. <laughs> Why he not? He was in Piranaconda, which we got to do. Oh my God. Piranaconda. Please, uh, please. I, I believe that. that um, I believe John Ward and I did that for, mm. uh, what is it? Um, uh, for 31 Days of Indie Horror. But I think, I mean, obviously. Once again, Indie Film Cafe is allowed to snag that as yeah, well. We can do a deep dive on that sucker because that's well, that's, that's Jim Onorski, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's it is it is what it is. Speaking of Jim Onorski, so a couple other movies that our buddy Michael Swan was in include things like Scared Topless, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, like the Legend of the Naked Ghost. <clears throat> yep, both Jim Onorski <laughs> projects. Yep. Right, 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 right. Um, so there you go. Oh, and um, did I mention uh, also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did mention. Uh, I, I did mention Kayla Compton, um, and it's it's weird because you know she she's playing the love interest, the other love interest, sort of love interest for our buddy Johnny is Veronica, the the hot blonde who is played by Lauren Compton. Same last name as as uh, as uh, 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 sorry, I'm having a brain fart. As Kayla Compton, but they're not related. They're not related at all. Wait, but what? She's a yeah. There's Laura Compton who plays Veronica, and then there's Kayla Compton who plays Michelle. Two Comptons. <clears throat> that's that's weird. I didn't even notice that. Yep, yep, yep. That is crazy. Um, I, I thought then, they might have been related. I did a little research. It turns out they're not. Laura wow, Compton, that is crazy. That's yeah. Laura Compton is a comedian, so she's got a lot of stuff on like TikTok, and she does um, live comedian shows and things like that. She was also in a number of other films. She was in. She's also in TV. She was in Nine Hundred One Two O. She was in a movie called Black Dog. She was in Hawkeye and Black Widows. She oh. was in several of the Fast and Furious movies. I don't know which one. They're all the kind of the same to me. <laughs> she was also was in Clown TV, Town. Right. She was also in TV shows like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and SWAT and Police. She's been in a bunch of things. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah. So, she's definitely been around. And then we have our two police officers, um, Officers Rogers and Officers Hammerstein. <laughs> Officers Rogers is played by none other than C. Thomas Howell, who's already been on several other movies on Indie uh-huh. Film Cafe. Too numerous to mention. Um, he was clearly having a lot of fun. Then we have our buddy uh, Cliff Burbank, who was the, the crotchety boss with the bad hair, with the wig. Oh, right. I, I loved him. Yeah, He's that's hilarious. Chris. The Christopher, he's actually one of the co-writers for this film. He was looking for uh, male brides, <laughs> male order brides. Bulgarian oh, yeah. male order brides, <laughs> yes. And um, he's been in a bunch of stuff, too. He's in Death Racers, Cleavage Fell Field instead of Cloverfield. Uh, the Devil, here's this, this, this one's great. The Devil Wears Nada. <laughs> Wait, are these porn? <laughs> No, they're they're like just ridiculous. Are they Jim Wynorski movies? movies? 
So I think a couple of them. Piranha, uh, Piranha Man. This is the one I want to see. Piranha Man versus Werewolf Man. Howl of the Piranha. I'm dying to see that. That just that that he that screams in, you, Paul. Oh yeah, he was in Busty Cops and the Jewels of Denial. He was <laughs> in Busty Cops Go Hawaiian, <laughs> and he oh, was in Piranha Conda, and he was also in Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre, which we did. So yeah, a lot of Jim and Erski films. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. I I wonder I wonder if like <clears throat> because those guys are all like kind of work together if they right. you know just all got cast together right you know? and he was a co-writer and he gave himself a really fun character to play too i think he did i thought he did a really good job oh yeah you know <clears throat> and i love the idea that the you know the whole thing is set in you know the mystical town of shady grove god i want to i want to find out more about shady grove shady grove sounded shady fun place yeah it sounded you know? a little sus to me yeah <laughs> um so I love the fact that not, I mean, there's a lot of characters in this mm -hmm. movie. And one of the criticisms that I read about were things like, you know, I kind of went on to a few of the more mainstream or lamestream media outlets who reviewed it. And they, of course, they didn't like the movie. They thought it was juvenile or just stupid, or they would say it lacked imagination. <clears throat> and I'm like, juvenile, that's kind of part of why I liked it. Right. Imagination. I mean, that's crazy. It had all kinds of imagination. Um, right. What what did they why didn't it lack why did it lack imagination? I don't know. But here's a perfect example of what I mean, and which is why I love this kind of a film. Okay. Mrs. Scolari, who's kind of the middle-aged frumpy gal who goes in to get her one donut and she ends up getting a dozen. And um she's there when they have the 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 fight between um Uncle Luther and, and Cliff and everything mm -hmm. and then she goes back to have her donut and she's meant to be the first victim of the killer donuts okay most movies it's just going to be she gets killed and that's that oh no we don't have that because mrs scolari puts on her reddest of red lingerie <laughs> and does this really weird dance before she does her donuts and she's doing it for her little robot cat whispers whiskers mcfur just <laughs> sitting on the couch staring at her <clears throat> that was awesome that was so awesome and like see that kind of level of detail to a minor character just makes yeah. me she ends up getting killed and eaten by the donuts but before that she gets to really 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 shine i mean yeah. do most actors want to if you're gonna do a movie called killer donuts or whatever don't you want to die from the killer donuts like isn't that why you're probably wanting to be in the film you don't want to survive from the killer donuts you want to die by don't you by being eaten by donuts don't you want to dance in red lingerie in front of a fake cat with a, with a donut stuck on my face <laughs> <laughs> i was dying guys, laughing when she guys, like, that donut was just stuck on her face and she's like dancing around the living <laughs> did you guys pick up on whiskers Mc, mcfur I think I missed that part. I think I missed that part too. Oh, you got to go back. And that's why one continuity issues because, you know, she's dancing around in front of Whiskers McFur, having a great time. Then the donut attacks. And then the next time it cuts to the couch, in fact, the rest of the time, Whiskers McFur is gone. <clears throat> so even though he's a robot cat, he must have figured out that the donuts were bad news because he took off. 
or they just oh no no you're right i did see the 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 cat the robot cat i was like wait a minute what like that cat does not look real what in the world is no no so either ropey either whiskers mcfur figured out what was going on and left or it was a continuity issue i think it was a (laughs) was whiskers what they what she called him yes okay i don't remember that but yep all right because remember, she right before she opened up, she's like, "Oh, I can't wait, Whiskers McFlop, Miss Mrs. McFur." I'm gonna go back and watch that because I didn't, I did not catch that. It was adorable. I loved it. So that's the kind of level of stuff. And by the way, the actress who played that is, um, oh, uh, Allison England, and she was in a bunch of stuff too. She was in uh, on TV. She was in the Dharma and Greg episode. She was in something called The Good Samaritans, The Inspectors. She was in Fear, Love, and Agoraphobia, Smothered by Mothers, and A Royal Christmas on Ice. Um, Another minor character who got fleshed out and was allowed to be weird and funny and bizarre is Flanagan, the wacky uh, uh, hippie competition (gasps) donut shop. That was my favorite character. The vegan guy. Yeah, the vegan comes... paleo diet. He was he was oozing in, just being all slimy, everything. That is Michael Renee Walton, who was in such movies as Bigfoot, UFOs, and Jesus, Wild Faith, Deadly Delusions. Oh, he was in Wild Faith? I know DJ Perry made that. Right, awesome. right, right. He was on the TV series Darkness Descending. He was in something called Being Mary Jane. And he was one of the writers and actors in a series called uh, The Killer in Me. Um, so he's been in a lot of stuff, too. Hmm. He was so good as that really slimy hippie guy. Yeah. He yeah, was I loved him. To him. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know. He is probably one of my favorite, like, characters that, you know, was in this movie because he just came out of nowhere and... Uh, and mm-hmm. and like that whole time, the guys just like get out, get out of my freaking you know, place. Well, and I don't he had want... that like mystical Indian type music playing, and just the lighting changed in that scene too. Like when they opened the box with his golden donut in there, golden like, donut that still they had they had the light shining on the character's face. The Which Tarantino so moment. Which was so, yeah, it was the, the box or whatever from, uh, or whatever from, uh, Pulp, no, the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. But like, my, that was one of my favorite things too is like that the, um, uh, it, it's shining. Everybody's like looking at it and then they're like, <laughs> wait, what is this? You know, like, cause the whole time you're supposed to think that they're going to like be really into whatever, you know, whatever's in there. And then the whole time they're like, this is just a small donut. Just like, a little donut. Yeah. Well, it's not just a donut. Fat-free, GMO, <laughs> all-natural, all-healthy super donut that he's selling for three fifty a pop. Which apparently the, the competition was, uh, you know, was taking and, and doing really well with or something. But he tried to tell the guy so that he would, he would get it, uh, right. which I think was, was bullshit. It was funny because Michelle eats it and she's like, oh, my God, this is heaven. And she kind of goes off on it. And so Cliff gets all pissed off and he makes Johnny go back and get a regular sugar donut. And and he pretends that this is like, oh, you're going to try our new donut. And he's like, I call it the donut douche. No, the the douche douche nut. Douche nut. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But 
I did love that Michelle, like when she does it, she walks over to the one place and like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then she turns around and then she takes a bite of it. And then it becomes this like orgasm scene or something. Yeah. And just doing this stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? It, it reminded me of that moment in when Harry met Sally, you know? Yeah. The, that, yeah. that diner moment. That fake, that fake orgasm scene. She doesn't go know? to that length. But yeah, it reminded me of that. Yeah, somebody yeah. should have said, you know, looked at each other. They should have done that uh, when Harry met Sally thing and say, "I'll, I'll have what she's having," you know, because that would have been funny, funny. Because it would have been like a, a throwback to that scene, you know. Yeah. But and there yeah. were a bunch of other uh, characters. I, there's just too many for me to really go into. Too many details. There's three dumbass punks that come in and and uh, cause a fight. And um, there's a couple of perps there, one of which has a very, very bad experience um, with the donuts because, yeah, we haven't even gotten to the plot yet. I mean, um, <laughs> Liz, Liz, you want to talk about what actually happens in the film? Okay, so there's this chemical accident slash something that changes uh, a thing's composition that... Uh, johnny's grandfather was it grandfather or uncle uncle that's uncle luther was uncle luther was working on and it gets out and contaminates these donuts and these donuts not only start attacking people but if you eat one you suffer some very dire consequences (laughs) i want to point out real quick uh just to just to say like that apparently Luther came to the what was his uh, something uh, donuts or whatever the Dandy the Donuts. Denny's oh my Do- gosh, that fight scene was the funniest thing I I've seen since uh fam that one. Did you guys watch Family Guy? Uh, years ago, but no, I don't really remember. There too was much. this one episode with these two older ma- older men fighting. I'll <laughs> I'll send you a clip of it later, but that's what it reminded me of, and I was laughing so hard. And so, like, inside the donut place before the fight, uh, all he wants is that uh, uh, the laptop or whatever, or right. the, the tablet or whatever that, uh, which is not his tablet. Like, that's a uh, freaking uh, the main guy's tablet, Johnny's. Yeah. So, like, I mean, he should like. Why is he doing all his work on Johnny's tablet? Well, because he's got to be able to bring the substance, the illegal right. substance. I mean, into it's the, the donut reason. Shop. Even though the even the boss is trying to kick him out, and Johnny's just like, "Dude, you're uh, you're you're kicking out some of our only customers." <laughs> yeah. So continue, Liz. I'm sorry. I just had to point that out because I thought that was really funny that that he wanted it, Johnny's tablet back. That was like the reason. So, um, Johnny and Michelle, who've been childhood friends, um, their whole lives pretty much team up with his other friend who's kind of a loner kind of unpopular and so he um what herman i think his name is herman okay i'm horrible like the only names i remember are the ones i've written down that's okay (laughs) Um, so they team up with herman to try to take these killer donuts down and they get to a point where they have to 
Not Is Herman. it Howard, not Herman? Yeah. yeah. Just so they get to a point where they have to blow up the donut shop to finally get rid of all of these killer donuts once and for all. That was a quick thing. I mean, we'll get into more scene-specific scenes and stuff, but that was a good overall you know, <laughs> view of the movie. I mean, so, plot-wise, it's not very complicated. And that's, well, no. yeah, you know, exactly. <clears throat> there's yeah there's not you're right paul there's not a lot to it but it's just so entertaining and yeah that's there's... kind of one of the criticisms that i've said i've seen other places but to me you know this is a killer donut movie you don't have to have a complicated narrative right. why do you want an intricate plot for exactly. a movie called killer donuts you don't because i think this movie is made for stoners you know <laughs> like Really? Hello. I'm not a stoner, but I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. And I didn't I, I like we didn't pick you, Liz, because you you yeah, have was there a reason. Yeah, this wasn't a attack on you or anything. But there's a little but, bit of evil bong in this sure. Yes, this is evil bong. <laughs> and when you see a movie like e- Evil Bong, you're not expecting like this complicated plot that's gonna right. like move you and change your life or whatever this is this is something where they've got to come up with ideas and actually it's better than evil bong the evil bong series because yes. what i don't like about the evil bong series i mean other than i do love robin sydney we all, all hail robin sydney but, but um what i don't like about it is there's just too much talk of like nothing you know, mm-hmm. nothing that moves the plot, nothing that happens that, you know, it's just kind of boring stuff that happens. And that's yeah. typical of most 420 humor. Yeah, they just, <laughs> they just need to just sort of entertain you enough. This movie really does it. This yeah. movie gives you something yeah. that I think it is sort of made for stoners to watch. And that they don't have to follow the, the whole thing you know plot along they only got to do is watch the movie and sort of enjoy what they're doing you well, know the thing about most 420 movies is it tends to be the same thing over and over and over you know this was a little bit well actually it's a lot different it's just it <laughs> yeah. doesn't need to go too much into the weeds you know we don't know how or why uncle luther manages to figure out how to bring a bunch of donuts to life to kill people yeah. doesn't matter you know right um, You've said that before too, Paul, because it, it it comes down to science stuff. Like if you don't show the science, then nobody can dispute the science. But if exactly. you actually start going, well, yeah. I did it because I did this and I did that, and then all of a sudden people go, no. But if you just show like he's created the serum, nobody can go, he didn't create the serum, and that's right. exactly what they did. They just showed him that he created exactly. a serum and. Because work. in that, or the other thing to do, which you get a lot of movies too, is they invent something ridiculous. It's a MacGuffin, which doesn't exist, and they use that to explain. You know, it's you know, presentium they found. It's like what? There's no such thing. Yeah, Ed Wood did that a lot with um, yeah. with with his uh, you know, it's a solarite bomb. I'm like what? Oh, like, there's no such thing. There's <laughs> no such. You know, oh, there will be, and your people will blah blah blah. It's and, one of my favorite lines of all time. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But yeah, this movie just has a fun, thin little plot. And I I enjoy movies like that. The movie where it just, for 90 minutes or whatever, an hour and 20 minutes, it just takes you out of what's going on in the world and kind of yeah. lets you just enjoy it. And 
My, I'm sorry, but my uh, sister's dog is enjoying my donuts right now. She's looking oh. right at my donuts uh -oh. and saying, I want some. I don't think your he can have... dog is eating your donuts? No, he's looking at them, though. Oh, I, oh, see. I, thought, you said, I thought you said he got into them. No, but he's looking at them, though. I don't know. What's these nuts? They're just sugar. So there is a subplot, a major subplot going on, and that is, you know... Is Johnny going to get together with Michelle? You mentioned they were old friends that have been working together and clearly they know each other and clearly they should have been together a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But unfortunately for everybody uh, in, in, involved, Johnny's an idiot and he's got himself wrapped up with uh, Veronica, who, yes, is a hot dish, but who's clearly, clearly <laughs> a jerk and is using him. Okay, so if they're gonna do already, they they did what? What are the um, uh, Hammerstein and uh, Rogers and Hammerstein? Rogers and Hammerstein. And see, that's an, a joke with the names of Ro the the musical Rogers and right. Hammerstein. Why didn't they do Betty and Veronica? <laughs> why not? They have Veronica. Why not have it be Betty? Like, do you want Betty or do you want Veronica? I think that, that would have been true. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't Maybe. they call her Betty? Maybe they thought that was too on the nose. I don't know. And Rogers and Amberstein isn't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought I that was a say, joke at first. I never heard that used before like that. So. I thought that was a joke at first. I thought they were making fun of the two cops or something. Then I look up and I see that it's really Officer Rogers and Officer yeah. Amberstein. I was like, good God, really? <laughs> not, not only that, but I don't know if you noticed, they had the tags. So C. Thomas Howell had Officer, you know, Rogers. Yeah. And the other guy had Officer Hammerstein. So I caught that. Money was spent. Money was spent. So oh, they had a cop car, you know. They had a donut shop that they could explode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they paid no, I mean, they did pretty good with, like, the budget of the movie, whatever it was. It wasn't probably a lot, but it was enough to get C. Thomas Howell in the movie. Yeah. You know? And? My favorite thing about the movie, come on. How could you not fall in love with those adorable, evil little donuts? They were so stinking cute. I was thinking the exact same thing, and I felt guilty. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm supposed to find them cute. I think you are uh, a little bit. Um, it, it comes down to, like, when you watch the movie, like, Gremlins, you know? Some of those Gremlins yeah. are kind of cute, you know? They're... uh. They're mischievous and they're bad and they're evil, but they're kind of cute. And at times I'm like, I kind of want one of those, you know, <laughs> I don't want a live one, but I want like a plushy one, you know? Well, there were, you know, both CGI ones and then there were actual donut puppets. And nice. this guy um, who actually designed those puppets is Robert Miller. And he was in a bunch of different things. I, I forgot to mention him earlier. But he did um, some work on Star Trek First Contact. He did some special effects for The Running Man. Um, he oh, did, wow. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. been he, around. Yeah, he, he was a dinosaur builder for this one video. It's called One Million BC. Yeah, that's, uh, in, that's Asylum. Yeah, AVH, uh, Alien versus Hunter. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know. So there's, that's that's, there's some that's a movie we reviewed, and it was awful. It was terrible. Stuff, the, the special stuff. effects and stuff were cool, but right, like right. you know, 
like you know, I was in one of the Naked Gun movies, you know, Mortal Kombat. So, you know, when you're that kind of a person, you're going to be in a wide swath of films. And, and he, he definitely was. So, and so he yeah. was the one who made the, the donuts? He did the puppets. Nice. Very so, cool. The little toothy donut puppets who squeal and go, hey. <laughs> yep. And they, they hop around very, very Yeah, every time they hop around, they roll. Dink, yeah. dink, dink, dink. <laughs> love it. I, I mean, I, I really love the donuts. They were, they, they stole the show, you yeah. know, and, and they were used enough where I, where I, you know, like it wasn't too little of them, but it wasn't too much of them. So right. I think if I watched, yeah. if there were too much of them, I kind of been bored. And yeah. right. They were all different, which was kind of fun, too. Um, that's kind of one of the only other, well, there were a couple other continuity issues, too. You know, when the, uh, the cops are getting their donuts before they take it away and get eaten, um, C. Thomas Howe is saying, oh, you know, thanks. You know, he gets his box of glazed donuts. That's his favorite. But when they go into the cop car, there's like one glazed donuts and all the others are different kinds. So, you know. Well, he yeah. had that one glazed donut. Uh, right. And then the I don't other know how one, you catch that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, it's just I can't help it. It's just the way my mind works. And just like when they have the perp in the back, and he's like, oh, "I want a donut," and they kind of have this argument about whether he's going to give him a donut. And he finally gets a donut, and he takes one bite, and then you know that's when the stuff starts to hit. And then the uh, Hammerstein turns around to him and says, "Um, he's like, Dan, you must have really been hungry." And I'm like, "Dude, he only took one bite. <laughs> <laughs> Should have waited for him to finish the donut before you said that." So Liz, tell us what happened to some of these folks, because not only did the perp have a bad donut, those three guys that that uh, got beat up and ran out of the store got a box of donuts, and they had a few issues with the donuts. What what happened to people? Well, I, I think the the most memorable one to me. Um, now I I'm the kind of person that I I like toilet humor, like. I think farts are hilarious. <laughs> you and Jackie. You and, you and Jackie, so, I was going to say. Uh... Um, so the scene where the three uh, jerks end up getting killed is hilarious because this one kid eats one of the donuts and then they all just start looking really just sick and deathly. And this one kid just falls on the ground and he's got this fountain of like toxic diarrhea like it's just sh shooting out of his body <laughs> not that regular diarrhea is not non-toxic or anything but this was especially green and glowy and gross looking <laughs> it was just like radioactive fountain. <laughs> as you do hey we've all been there we've all had bad chinese at some point Speak for or yourself Paul. Bad I, mine's never been green i'm sorry like it's never shot green mine's air out never been neon green <laughs> yeah oh man you guys haven't lived come on <sighs> oh lord i'm i'm, I'm glad that that's never happened most, when i'm around um, you paul <laughs> that was the most memorable donut kill scene to me right and i was thinking the other one too is the the original perp in the cop car you know, he gets hit later on by yeah, Mike, uh, yeah, by the car by Johnny, and um, you know they they think, oh my god, we, we've killed someone. They they come out, and he's like, he's a zombie. And then to make yeah. absolutely sure of that, he has this horrible bowel movement where he literally shits out his innards, 
and there's all kinds of yellow <laughs> green goo stuff so yeah there's definitely some gore effects going on you know my favorite my favorite part of that is the guy's going to check his pulse or whatever and Johnny's like he's like three five feet away from him like not even next to him That's and uh name. what's her name um uh, uh Michelle's like uh is he dead and like shouts and he's like ah you know like he's like I'm not even over oh, like he's already Peterson. freaked out about going over there and touching him <laughs> so Howard goes over and kicks him in the stomach he's like oh he's dead he's dead yeah, I thought he was going to do that. He talked about doing some CPR on him. I was like, oh, that's gross, you know? Well, but, and it was really funny because just before this guy dies, too, and he has this horrible shit of death, and he goes, uh, <laughs> I feel a lot better now. And he plops over. Yep. He was, uh, <laughs> that was pretty, that was pretty gross. I, um, I don't know. Like, uh, it's so funny because, like, out of the movie, there wasn't a lot of death. You know, there wasn't a lot of kills. You right, know, right, right. Um, and and while there is gore and kind of potty stuff, it doesn't quite cross the line. It doesn't go yeah. like poultry geist over the line. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not very trauma. Exactly. No. Like they have little. some trauma, but they don't go full trauma on it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, a lot of the potty humor is trauma style, you know. Like, I could see Joe Fleischaker, if you were still alive, being the being the man that shat himself, you know. Well, the other thing that kind of surprised me when I first watched this, and I saw the folks who were involved, especially given the Jim Wynorski connections, I kind of expected there to be at least some, you know, boobage going on here. I'm yeah, not saying no it's required. I'm not saying it's necessary. I'm just saying I'm surprised that there really wasn't. Um, it's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just surprised there wasn't. That's all. I thought the 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 girlfriend or imaginary girlfriend Veronica Veronica would have done the nudity, yeah. but she didn't. And I kind of give them props for that. You know, they didn't yeah. need. I mean, this does feel like something you could put on like Sci-Fi Channel, yeah. and people would. Yeah, out of it. typically that sort of thing would have happened. You know, it would have been a female in the shower instead of our our right. you know hippie, our hippie dude. Yeah, you know, but instead it was the dude, and we didn't even get to see dude butt, which is good. Um, <laughs> He's okay with that. I, I like. I'm sorry, but I don't think even Liz wanted to see that hippie guy's butt. You know, at that time. No. I've seen a lot of butts in my life, so I'm kind of over you're, it. Yeah, you're good. You know. Um yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, you're right. The hippie guy does get in the shower and they have a shower mm-hmm. scene with the hippie guy. So that's and it's so funny because all I kept thinking, because you knew he was gonna die. Right. All I kept thinking was at least the guy got a nice hot shower before he died and he was clean. Didn't last yeah. long, but at least he was clean. He was clean until he was covered in blood from his death. You know, and oh, shit probably. <laughs> and don't forget when the three jerks are getting killed. I I could have sworn one of those donuts shoots like some kind of acidic cream on so yeah. one of them. Yes, on the crotch of his pants. Right. I thought that was awesome yeah. because I was like, okay, so it was a cream-filled donut that just I, shot out at him and stuff, and I was like, that's. <laughs> That's clever. I, my favorite one was the eclair that went and attacked the uh right. the guy the guy Bobby or oh, whatever. Yeah, right. Like it just went right to his eye. Yeah. 
Yeah, I liked how the individual donuts were all a little bit different. You had your toothy, bitey donuts. You know, a lot of them were bouncing around. Some of them were flying, for God's sake. Yeah. And then you've got those specialty donuts. The you got the eye gouger, and you've got the the acidic cream donut, and yeah. So I liked that. I thought that was clever. And and they all seem to have their own kind of personality. Um, yeah. I like that one donut that just kept bringing in all the other donuts from the uh, inside the 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 batter or whatever the um uh whatever oh, so he's flyer. like hopping up and all of a sudden one is hopping drink, up drink, you know, drink, just, drink. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cute and then they I, all uh, line up on the table like they're military yeah and then my my favorite bit is when like the guy kind of notices that all the donuts are like standing up so he kind of like stares at him the but the boss guy and then yeah. they all just turn slowly and look at him i'm like oh god you're gonna die, bro. What in <laughs> oh, the God. Sam Hill is going on? Yeah. Who says Sam Hill? Like, unless you're in a TV show or movie. Like, I never ever hear anybody say that. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, yeah. and again, I, I think I think, you know, we we kind of mentioned that, you know, the the language was not really salty and uh, there was no boobage. So yeah, this yeah. this you, This you is can... very made for te- television yeah. kind of thing. Like it, it could have been. I, I it's on Tubi, um, but it's like and I'm not surprised they didn't say like what in tarnations, <laughs> or or uh, any of those kind of silly like yeah, you know, yeah, old yeah. style things because it sort of did have that feel of like they were trying to make something that might have been okay in like the 50s, but mm-hmm. in today's world or whatever. So except for yeah. the body humor, clearly they couldn't have done any of that. Yeah, I think they had codes for that or something, you know, but. but um- the other thing I wanted to point out is I love the theme song, the yeah. uh, boppy surf uh-huh. punky song. It reminded me a lot of the Dickies and when they were doing um, uh, uh, oh the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I was thinking of the uh, the song, the theme song for like uh, uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Attack of the yeah. Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, that's you know, a good right? one too. Yeah, so I think like. They had to have a good theme song for this, you know, and I think it was cute. And, uh, and I liked it. And they did. And it was a band called Sun Ghosts who are out of Miami and uh, they are still making music. I remember this is 2016. So this was what, seven years right. ago? Didn't it say like something like they rhymed no dots, the no donuts, but so nuts or something? And I was like, <laughs> what in the world? It's awesome. <laughs> like, I, I, I enjoyed it. I could listen to that song. Oh yeah, it was cute. I loved it. Yeah, uh, I like music. Yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I sometimes I get movies like this and I hope that it's going to be as good as this and it turns out to be very disappointing and that always that always is just, you know, a bummer because yeah. something like this, I'm like, god, there are so many opportunities for this to make a fun, interesting, bizarre, wacky, you know, interesting, fun movie. And they did. They actually pulled it off, and I was very pleased. You forgot and, to. I think you forgot to mention that the cinematographer was Howard Wexler. Howard, Howard and Howard Wexler. Wexler is very famous for doing these B movies. He's done a ton of David Dakota movies, absolutely, uh, including a lot of like the Brotherhood um, movies and stuff. And then he did. Uh, you know, he's done a lot. I think with Full Moon, um, and he's done a lot with. Um, uh, Jim Wynorski, I believe. So right. and that's it's sort of, of like why... a kind of a perfect, he's kind of the perfect person to ask. And he does 
sort of a very great job. Of, he like, does. It's one know. of the reasons why the movie looks great. Yeah. So I was very surprised that like I saw him on there, but I was happy, you know, when I saw because uh, the credits have him listed in the beginning, you know, or whatever. And I was like, Howard Wexler did this? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm actually going to probably be enjoying at least the cinematography if the movie because yeah. you never know with these movies. This movie could have been, exactly. you know, could have been terrible because of the title. You know, could right. have been, like they just didn't care. They were mm-hmm. just like, we have a great title. Let's make a shitty movie. Nobody will care. They'll buy it because Paul will buy it because it's, a, a, you know, <laughs> uh, the title, right? Like right, the, what you said in the beginning is the fear I have of like <laughs> directors now hearing that and going, all I have to do is make a shitty ti- or a great title and then make a shitty movie after it and Paul will still buy it. Well, you know? People are already doing that, unfortunately. And, and, you know, a lot of times you get snake bit by that. You go like, oh, my goodness, this movie sounds like it's going to be great. And then, you know, especially the verses. We've talked about the verses problems where you you get something where it's like dino hedgehog versus robot penguin, okay? And you think, oh, my God, how could you not want to see that movie? And then you watch the movie, and it's 95 minutes of nothing but boredom until the last two minutes, uh-huh. and then they finally have a battle that lasts, you know, like a minute. 30 seconds, and you're like yeah. completely un- completely I'm not going to lie. Halloween ends was that way, you know. There was uh, more. Most of it was boredom and shit. And then uh, a two-minute fight scene that we were all, or maybe even one minute, that was just like just didn't even matter by the end of it, you know. Right. And stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm kind of disappointed by that. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna hype something up, man, it better be just as good as it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was very happy that this movie is actually pretty decent, you know, compared to, yeah. you know, and what we've only, seen. Not only that, not only that, but, you know, the it was a fun movie even before the wacky dude uh, donuts started to make an appearance. Right. You know, it was just well done. And it was yeah. the that they allowed these wacky characters to exist and the, the actors had fun with them. So, yeah, it was great. And there, even yeah. C. Thomas Howell was having fun with his cop character. And there was no, um, uh, like, there was no, uh, I guess, uh, like, murders in the first five minutes, right? They say nowadays, yeah, if you're making a horror film, you have to have murder happen every, like, five, ten minutes. And that's bullshit. This movie yeah. had characters that were developed. You cared about them. And then yep. when the donuts started attacking, you wanted Johnny to, to live. You wanted Michelle to live. Yeah. I didn't care whether Howard lived. No offense, but he just kind of was like <laughs> a character. I was just like, if he died, I'm not going to I'm not going to cry. Well, um, but I, 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 I would have loved him that... to save somebody if you were going to die. Yeah, I am going to say I, I was kind of hoping that Johnny would get bit in the ass for being such a dumbass for not seeing Michelle for what yeah. she was worth all this time and and wasting his time with Veronica. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like to. Everybody makes mistakes. You live and you learn. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, he's known her since fourth grade, is what he said, and I mean, they've been friends like that. He never thought of her like that, you know. Yeah. And stuff. And really, when you look at it, they're sort of the two straight bananas in this film. Everybody else is wacky or weird in their own kind of way. So, in a way, because of that. 
we're drawn onto them and we're interested in the relationship because they're like the regular people that we all identify with in the film. Nobody's going to yeah. identify Mrs. Scolari or the weird uh, hippie guy or Cliff, you know, or even Howard. Oh, we right? forgot to mention the brother of uh, Michelle. I hope not. Oh, yeah. He reminded me of Jack Black. Yeah, I, like he had that look uh, to him that I was just like, man, I've seen him before, but I hadn't. He, this was his only movie, you know. What? Yeah. yeah, that was his only film that he has done, and I was like, that guy is so good. He needs to, he need, you know, because he was such an asshole. He was such an asshole to her. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, what is going? Because uh, I at first I was confused who he was to her. Like, because yeah. I was like, is that her? like boyfriend and 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 stuff or is that her is that supposed to be her father like what is going on and then she said something about don't tell dad or whatever this kind of stuff i was like oh brother i guess you know like it, you know it got a little confusing but i liked him like i like but he's never seen again it's nothing I know, that is really weird don't you think Maybe he paid like, money. He didn't make another appearance throughout the film. Like, I almost wonder if something happened during filming where his schedule just didn't allow him to do his other yeah. scene or something. Or maybe he was I, a I secret investor weird. in the project, and that was one of his things. He was good, he had though. Yeah, he was really good. I liked him. I want to see. I want to see him acting more stuff. So, if, what was his I name? Thought, I'm gonna call him out. Um, <laughs> I I thought everybody in the movie was really really good i would work with any one of them um, right i especially had to stand there and clap for allison england for her for her performance as mrs Solari scolari and her dance her donut dance with whiskers mcfur oh, that man. that pushed us into a favorite movie of all time for me okay so the brother was played by burt rutherford and uh he also was a puppeteer for it so I'm wondering if that's that was oh, main, his main job was being a puppeteer. And they probably what probably happened is they had another actor that fell through and they asked him since he was already puppeteering and stuff to come in yeah. on that day. And they just had that one scene to kind of just explain that she's really good at the laptop stuff, which wasn't really that much yeah. needed. I mean, if they had brought that back later or something like she needed to fix a laptop real quick to change the, you know, to, to kill all the, the things that would have made sense. But really, they just did it because, you know, give her a little bit more character, I guess, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, but if I wish he had come back or something like he came back like at the end or something and was like, hey, where's my laptop? You know, why hasn't it been yeah. fixed yet? I have a person that needs to, you know, because apparently he was conning people out of money so that yeah, and yeah. using her to do that, you know. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so it, it is a little weird having your nerdy friend uh, macking on your mom. Yeah. And being okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> no, actually, know, she wasn't okay with it. Weird. He wasn't okay with it. At first, he was kind of mad about that. Like, especially when he was like, you know, I'm in love with your mom or whatever. And I was like, the fuck? Like, where did this, you know, I'm having sex with your mom. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. You know, like, it got. Well, they're like, in the, they're in the middle of getting attacked by donuts when his, when his friend tells him this information. I'm like, bro, that's <laughs> either the best time or the worst time to tell him. 
<laughs> well, it reminded me of this. Have you guys ever seen Almost Famous? Oh, there's, yeah. There's a great scene in that movie where they're all like in the plane and about to die. So they all start telling each other like the shit that they need to get off their chest before before they die. And then all of a sudden the plane just writes itself and they're like, because one of them's like, and everybody just kind of looks at him. And then all of a sudden it goes like, all, all everything's fine. And he's like, it oh, God. Out. Yeah. oh, God, <laughs> did not need to I, tell I, that information. I was thinking mall rats, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that the uh, that story. Yeah. He says that line, you know, yeah. But I don't know. It was, it it was weird. Like, of course, he's going to say that, you know, before he thinks he's going to die. He wants to tell his, you know, friend that. And then it becomes kind of awkward, you know, afterwards. But they all live. So, you know, innocent moo cow that I am, I figure, you know, initially he was going over there because she's making him macaroni and cheese with bacon. And I'm like, man, that looked really good. I'm going (laughs) for that too. That's not mm. the only thing she's feeding him, Paul. <laughs> True that, but it's probably the only thing I'd be interested in. <laughs> really? Nah, a milk. He's very attractive. Yeah. At, at first, okay. Let's we gotta have our priorities straight. Food first and then anything else afterwards. Paul, this is why you're single. <laughs> you know. Because you're like somebody's hitting on you, you're like, Do you have food? Among other reasons, like, yes. They're like, no, and you're like, sorry, I have no interest in you now. Hey, you know. You must go away. <laughs> I'm a foodie. What can I tell you? All right. I, I think we're at that time, are we? Or do you, yeah, is there any more that at, we had to mention? We're at that time. Um, unless you guys have any, any final thoughts. I just really liked it. You know, I was, I was very surprised. Yeah. What about yeah, you, Liz? Um, Actually, I I wrote this down because I always like to look at what other people are saying about this movie. Um, And one person apparently left a review on IMDb talking about how, quote, this movie changed my life and I finally found my purpose, end quote. (laughs) Do you think it really did? Maybe it did for them. What I purpose wouldn't say would it that changed be? my life. I wouldn't say it changed my life, but it was very entertaining. I would absolutely watch it again, which I cannot say the same about some of the other movies that you guys talked me into watching. Maybe she decided to work at a, a donut shop. A donut shop. Right? Yeah. You know, like, like, I'm going to make some killer honestly, donuts. it looked kind of fun. I wouldn't have minded working there, you know? Like, I'm now pursuing my lifelong dream of making donuts. Yes, now my life my life has meaning. Well, I can go oh, make donuts there you go. now. My lifelong dream of eating donuts and just making them and eating them over and over and over. Yeah, but see, there you go. If you worked at a donut shop, you could make the donuts and then later you can eat donuts. And unfortunately, I'd be 5,000 pounds, so we're not going to go that way. <laughs> You're not going to work at a donut shop now. Okay. No, that's probably a, a good thing. It's um, probably for the be, best. I don't think I could be Cliff. I actually have all my hair and I don't go on the internet looking for Bulgarian mail order brides. <laughs> you're missing out, Paul. You're you, right okay. now you're turning down sex for food and you're and and you're talking about how you're not going for Bulgarian mail order brides. You're just missing out on your food, life. Food food yeah. generally doesn't disappoint me. 
All right. All right. Then we're going to leave it at that, Paul. So now we're at that time where we got to start talking about our ratings and we rate our movies on a scale of one to 10, by which the lower the score, the better the film, the higher the score, the stinkier the movie is. Now, we love our stinky movies here in Indie Film Cafe. So having a very high scored movie isn't necessarily a bad thing, but usually if it has a high score and we're talking eight nines tens it's because the movie had a lot of problems so and then you can score a, a, a score in the halves if you want to be subtle four and a half five and a half six and a half that kind of a thing and then we take our three scores we add them all up and then we see where it lands on the ladder of stink is it somewhere low is it somewhere in the middle or did it go all the way to the top to stinky heaven we'll have to see so who would like to score this movie first? I'll go. I'm going to give it a two. I really, I really enjoyed it. Like it was a movie that I, I could watch over and over again, you know, and I, I could watch this by myself. I mean, this is something that like, there's not, there's very few movies that get a one or two from me on, you know, from indie film cafe. And usually these are movies that I really enjoy. I might actually even like seek this out to buy it, you know, have like, if they have a Blu-ray of it, I'll, I want to, I want to get that, you know? So. I, I haven't found a Blu-ray yet, but they are DVDs out there. I mean, I've got one. Um, so yeah, it's. I'll find I a Blu-ray. Totally of it I guess I there, can score next. one. What about I'm you, Liz? I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with oh. a two as well. You're going to give it a two? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two as well. It just, it, it scratched all the boxes and, you know, it had a few little, little minor issues that I was okay with, a couple of continuity issues and a couple of other little things. But for the most part, I was so ready to forgive this movie of any little tiny problems like that, especially for an indie film like this. And I just, I just love the fact that it promised so much. And for the most part, it delivered like 90% of what this movie could have been. And I'm very, very happy and grateful for that. So that's how I look. Yeah. What about well, you, I'm Liz? gonna. I'm gonna. I hate to copy you guys, but I'm gonna give it a two as well. I I loved it. I was thoroughly entertained. Um, one of my biggest things when I'm watching a movie is I like to feel like I can relate to the characters, and mm-hmm. the actors were fantastic. Really, mm-hmm. like especially compared with a lot of these other uh stinky um indie horror films the acting was terrific like Mm. every aspect of it was just molded so well so i i really i really enjoyed it i would buy the dvd too and i don't even buy dvds like you guys do (laughs) yeah you know you're very right about the the acting too because it's critical because you gotta have buy-in if you've got folks who are like Oh, this is just a ridiculous movie. You gotta commit, title. right? And they don't commit to it. You can tell it just doesn't yeah. work. These guys committed. These guys went Absolutely. for it. They, they they built chemistry. No matter how wacky their characters went, in fact, they seemed to uh, love it even more if yeah. they got wacky stuff. And it just totally worked. And the the director uh, Scott Wheeler clearly did a good job of telling them how to do things and right. the way to do it and, just, and staying out of the way. So great job. Yeah, job all I agree. 
I totally agree too. Um, I'm trying to look at the one because Liz, we did one with. Well, you did one. You picked one uh, for me and Jason to watch. Um, do you remember? Uh, the, let me see what the title was. Um, what uh, did I pick? I don't. Even oh, you remember. did Fear Inc. Right. Remember did that? I pick that. Oh gosh, I did pick that, didn't I? Yeah, and oh, uh, and that was, that pretty, was and, you know, it wasn't nearly as low as this, but that was yeah. pretty low. Um, I gave that one a two as well, and uh, you had given that one a four, so you definitely like this one a lot better than that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, so you didn't pick Clam Commandos from Outer Space. Is that is that really a title, or is, are you making these up now? It's gonna be. One day you're gonna make that. I believe it. I I would. I definitely see Paul making these weird wacky titles and shit. Um, but yeah, I or at least producing them, like making sure that they get made, you know, and stuff. But I don't know. It see. Would you would you do the same thing that this these people did and and make sure that the acting is really good Absolutely. and that they you know I mean they literally made sure that everybody was perfect for this movie yeah uh yeah. not just the actors but also the crew mm -hmm. everybody they all work together i mean i would love to listen to commentary on how they made this and things mm -hmm. like that because it's just it's fascinating so right. fascinating and again, movie. this this is the problem i have with a lot of 420 movies not all of them but some where they know this is just a stoner movie and they just they just they just don't care and they just don't they really... don't put enough effort in yeah exactly exactly these guys they went for it and wow that's great now they could have gone even more over the top and did it more trauma-esque you know that's that's an argument about that you could have been even more wackadoodle and fun i think this this went just far enough in my opinion yeah you know um well, there is a Blu-ray, but it's Region B um, for it. So I'm guessing it's a UK mm. Blu-ray, and, and it's expensive. There, I thought I read that there was a talk about a Killer Donuts 2. So I don't okay. know. I've heard so rumors. We've heard rumors. We'll have to see. Dang, man. A, a I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the DVDs just for this, and it's a little expensive. Um for it, but yeah, I'm glad I bought it when I did. Yeah, there's a Region yeah. Two DVD that's like nine. Oh, whoa, that was nine dollars plus fifteen dollars shipping and handling. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's like expensive, but uh, I guess well worth it. I mean, right now it's well worth it because it's on Tubi and people can see mm -hmm. it. Unless when this comes out, it's not on Tubi anymore, which I hope not. I hope it's still on Tubi and people yeah can watch it. Because that's that's how we got to see it. One last thing I wanted to, one last thing I wanted to point out. This is a great party movie. This is a great movie to sit with your buddies with, you know, some pizza and some adult beverages or not or whatever you want, and just hang out on the couch and have a fun uh -huh. time with three or four or five people and laugh. Yeah. it's just a good time. Yeah, I'm surprised somebody like Red Letter Media hasn't done it, but I think it's because of the title, you know, because it's too too much of an uh, obvious you know like sounding sounds like a stinker from the e very beginning that and it's or not it's too well done yeah it's too well done it can't be a best of the worst yeah. <laughs> there is not worse it would be it would yeah. definitely be the best you know of everything so yeah you're right it's too well done that red letter media does 
doesn't want to do it. That's the best thing about our shows. We sometimes give you the better game box 1.0, which I thought was going to be on the high on the stinkometer. It wasn't. And then that's, I, I think that only had two, I think that was an eight and this is a six, you know? So I'm going to look in real quick. What, where does that put it on the ladder of stink? Is there anything else that's a six that we've had? Uh, Rat Finger Boo Boo, I think, was a seven, maybe, or maybe it was a, a six and a half. Something. Like the that. only other one I could think of is uh, maybe um, uh, Wang Wang movie. Um, well, and then you guys loved your little White Wolves two movie because you all have that nostalgia thing for that, so. Yeah. yeah, you guys might have given that a low number too. No, 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 because John Ward didn't like it. Really, I thought he liked it. No, well, he didn't like it as much as you know Dustin and I liked it, so it's probably a little higher up Ar- there. Arcade got a, a low number too, as I recall. Even though you made it get higher because you didn't like it as much <laughs> as arcade? we did. Yeah. Oh, I like arcade. Okay, so low right now. A uh on the uh a six is it puts up with game box one point zero got a six mm-hmm. and so did drunken Wu Tang. So those go. both got a six. Rat Finka Boo Boo got a seven point five, and so did Redline and Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. So um Arcade got an eight and uh White Wolves got a nine. So okay. Liz, yeah. you've got to see Drunken Wu-Tang. One of these days, we can get you up here. I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> now you got to come out here and watch it. Oh my God. it. It's hard to find. Yeah, it is. Um, I think you might be able to get a DVD of it now, right? You said. Uh, the only one I saw was actually, it's all in Chinese. So it's it's not dubbed. And that's where a lot of the fun comes in. You got to see the, the dubbed version. You got to see the dubbed version. That's yeah, on, if, you, uh, if you ever get, get on, out here to Virginia... Trust me, we got movies to show you that I think oh you enjoy. Oh my gosh, I'm ready. Come on out. Come on out, Liz. Spring break. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so thank you, Liz. This is this is awesome to have you back. Uh, we've already had you twice this season, so this is the third time. So we really appreciate it. I love it. It, it. it just makes my day getting to watch these and just rip them to shreds or <laughs> talk about how amazing they are. Yeah, wow, this this one's a little different for you this time because this I know I loved this one. Yeah. yeah, it was surprising because it was sort of, you know, it, it was higher. I mean, it was lower on the stinkometer, which made it uh like a different experience in a way. Like and you watch so weird when I went out and I looked at some of the other people and other sites that were looking at this and how lukewarm their reaction was. I'm like why this is clearly they just didn't understand it well like you said you were saying that some of the stuff were like the more mainstream uh sites and stuff and those guys are looking for more hollywood less indie and if you're gonna look at that you can't look at an indie movie you know because this isn't made for hollywood hollywood would not touch a movie called a 10-foot donuts even though this did have a great script and it did have a great cast and did have a great production um, and it had production values, you know, cop cars and, uh, and, and the restaurant and, and everything like it was really well done. um, But it just was, you know, a bit strange, you know, 
or oh, whatever. Before I forget, uh, the other thing I forgot to mention is the one chick, Martha, who was, you know, the, the neighbors, the nosy neighbors who were watching the, the kids getting going. That was Christine Nguyen, who is uh, one of the boobalicious actresses in a lot of Jim Wynerski movies. So there were lots of folks. That would his- have been a perfect place to have a nude, nude like topless scene. That's what you know? she's usually doing. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's sort of weird that they really did not go that route, but I mean, I'm 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 okay. Like it didn't bother me. It's just yeah, it's okay. It's just it's was like too. okay. I didn't I didn't like, and I wasn't like missing it. Like I wasn't like, where's the nudity in this movie? Because well, and I think the one of the problems is that a lot of movies will lean on that as a cra- as a crutch, yeah. right? Because the story is not developed. Jim Anarski, that's all he does is put boobs in his movies, you know, or whatever. Fine. That's what he, you know, likes. that's kind of what you expect out of his movies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. These movies, this guy, I guess, you know, it felt more like a mainstream type thing, too. You know, like, that's sort right. of what a mainstream movie would do these days. Blumhouse would not put nudity in that kind of thing, you know. They also wouldn't make attack of the killer tomatoes no they would they try to make a serious attack of the killer tomatoes it would be would just not work it would just yeah it'd be like they'd be be like killer crewlers or something it would be called killer donut and it would just be like one donut and it would bear claw of death yeah um and but you know good for you know whatever good for these guys who made this movie because like we enjoyed it Mm -hmm. so jelly belly the demon donut we're definitely going to have you on more shows, uh, Liz, and we've had you on more stuff, too. I mean, you've been coming on, I think, some of the other podcasts and and whatnot. You were on Quick Review Thursday just recently, and right. you know, you're going to be on many other shows, so uh, we really appreciate having you, you know, doing everything, you know, like talking oh, about you know. Um, no, I, I really enjoy this, and I'm I happy appreciate that you're you guys willing to put up with us. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Putting think up with our weirdness. Paul, you're the one who just says all the weirdness. Everybody's no. weird. It's just a matter of whether you admit it or not. That's true. That's, That's true. my philosophy. Well, it depends on hey, what your weird, weird flag is. I, I fly my weird flag high and proud. Well, I mean, you got your. <laughs> yes, your, you do, Paul. Your Facebook is a cow plushie, you know profile like you, there's no there's no going that guy's not weird you know <laughs> and you're well, okay with it. I hated when that when you know we would work with these people and they'd be like we got to make sure Paul gets rid of the cow stuff or no more cow stuff I'm like come on you want me to be like everybody else I'm sorry not gonna happen no no you did it you did it for a little bit I because I wanted your movie to go you know right. that's why you know. And we really appreciate that, Paul. You know, you sacrificed your own self. We make. Yeah, you did that. But you know what? When the second I got a chance to, I messaged you and said, put your cow back up. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I I don't like I, I don't like it. I've been told by other people, you shouldn't work with Paul. He's too weird. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to lose. Fr- I'm not going to like ditch my friends. Because I want something, you know, or whatever. That's yeah. bullshit. That's how you sell out and stuff. And yeah. I don't do that. 
I mean, like, it's it's a it's a social price I've paid most of my life. But you know what? I'm true to who I am, and I'd rather be myself and have friends that accept me for who I am than try and pretend to be somebody else that I have no interest in being. You know, right? So, right on, man. Exactly. Just keeping yourself, Paul. Yeah. Being your weird cow self. Just keep doing it. Um. <laughs> Well, thank you, Liz, too. Uh, you know, uh, we really appreciate this. And uh, everybody, uh, join us next uh, week. Let me see. I know I have it written on here uh, What, who it's going to be next, because it's probably either going to be Paul again or me. Um, but let's see. It will be, uh, I guess, yeah, it'll be one of mine. I guess okay. so, and it'll be going into July. So this will be the end of June that this comes out. So it's gonna be a while. <laughs> it's gonna be a while. That's all right. But we're yeah, ahead of the game, which is good. We are ahead of the game, and we'll be. I mean, the fact that we're doing four episodes uh, a month, you know, oh, is amazing. Killer. Well, it's crazy. We have announced recently, which is in February or like even probably January, that we are gonna go back to two uh two a month starting next season but i'm very happy to be doing it you know this this having this i mean at least one yeah. season where we do four you know i think that's awesome yeah it was interesting experiment four is too much i mean i i could even do three three threes was a decent amount three too. was a decent but one two, but two's two i think two's easier, better so. two's better because you know then we're not i mean we one also have month. to but yeah, it's just one per month. One each per month. Yeah, one each. And yeah. I actually kind of like that. I kind of miss doing that. You know, it's just simpler. Because it also gives us the chance to do some of our other shows. Or in your case, it gives you the chance to do more writing. So yeah, it's overall, it's good. It's not like we're going to run out of movies anytime soon. Between the two of us, we have, you know, oodles and oodles and oodles. Of and the, the, yeah, so. so we'll have seasons of, of these. You know, we're going to keep going until we're like, we can't do anymore, you know, we're done, you know, or whatever. We'll we'll keep doing the show. So that's our plan at least. Um so anyway, thank you guys all for checking this out. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh check us out next uh next podcast. Um our brand new one and we'll we'll be bringing Liz back this season. She'll come back at least one or two more times. So we Yay. really appreciate having her. Until then everybody, bye. 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 bye.